Ooka-chaka, ooka-chaka. <laughs> I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. And <laughs> I get distracted every time uh, I start this. Anyway, that, that's a song from Gardens of the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, hooked on a feeling. Yes, it is. Hooked on a feeling. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right, listeners. Okay, you obviously don't know this, but I... I caught my co-host. I started the podcast <laughs> without a song, right? <laughs> then I put it off and I started it again with a song. <laughs> he, he doesn't know. He thinks I'm going to zig this, that, you know, then I zag. You know, he... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the name of the podcast is Politics, although I call it Politics. And uh, my name is Presh. And I am Ty. And this episode is called Elemental. It is. Although... Although... It's Indiana Jones Month. It is. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm really not thinking about Elemental all that much. (gasps) (laughs) How could you? And it's a very big month in terms of movies, just generally, right? Yeah. New Mission Impossible, New Barbie. Not New Barbie, this is the first Barbie movie. Well, (laughs) technically New Barbie. Whatever, man. It's the first live action, but, you know, Barbie's still... Who cares? There's a new Oppenheimer, which, you know... Yeah. The first one made a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyways. <laughs> uh, yes. So yeah, just big month. But uh, I'm very excited for Indiana Jones. Yeah. Which at time of recording, I haven't seen yet. Yes. But uh, I think it's a win either way. Probably. So if it's a good movie, I'm like, all right, great. Great Indiana, you know, good in- new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. If it's bad, I can be like, well, well, well. It's because you didn't have George Lucas with you. <laughs> you, you flopped. Can you see uh, within... So, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out in 2007. Yes. That's when George Lucas's stocks were at their lowest, right? Right. He just made the prequels. He made Indiana Jones. Everybody hated him <laughs> because, right, everyone hates the prequels. Everyone hates the fourth Indiana Jones. Yeah. People were... What are you doing? I am checking something. All right. It seems like you're texting. Uh, no. All right. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You don't need to show me. I don't. I, I trust you. <laughs> I just. Uh, I just asked. All right. But anyway, the. Uh, what sixteen years since then? Uh, yeah. Close those, to that. It's taken a short sixteen years for for everyone to want him back. Yeah. And you know what? I was. I was. All, I was always on the correct side of history. I'm. I'm a big prequels defender and an Indiana Jones four defender. And you know what? If this movie is bad, we were right all along, right? The Disney sequels are bad. Well, this is also a Disney sequel, right? Yes. Yeah. Not in the same way. Well, yeah, the Star Wars are also Disney sequels. Yeah. All the Disney sequels <laughs> have proven that George Lucas, even on a bad day, is still a genius. Yes. Right? That's all I... <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Either way, uh, I can't lose. <laughs> Go to the new Indiana Jones. But yeah, we'll be covering that next week. Yes. This week... Is elemental, like I said. Yes. Although we're recording a little bit later. A little bit. So we usually record on Sundays, but for the last month we've been recording on Tuesdays. Yes. And today we're recording on a Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) We're very far away. (laughs) But, you know, this week Tuesday was uh, the 4th of July. Yes. America's birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, America. And I was celebrating, so... uh, you know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, people like it's a religious holiday. You can't work on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. we didn't. We yeah. took the 4th of July off. Well, I did. And then because I was off you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, are off. you don't respect America. 
sorry listeners uh, you know there's only one patriot on this podcast <laughs> a patriot for america yes <gasps> so you're saying i hate america is that no. what you when did i say that they're not going to allow me in if, <laughs> if you keep spreading all this this evil uh, talking points about me you know uh sorry for being a patriot sorry for uh for loving america yeah Yeah, sorry for Donald Trump being my president. I think that's the <laughs> that's the main thing you're upset about, but your your, you know, what's the word? Like, you know when you have a problem with one thing but you're like bringing up other stuff. Yes. Yes, that's what you're doing. <laughs> you're attacking my patriotism because you don't like the fact that I love Donald Trump. You know, even though I'm allegedly a left winger. <laughs> you know, once my man gets back into office we <laughs> It'll be like the Power Rangers Wolfron coming together. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we should probably get this <laughs> this episode started. It's five minutes. Just wasted five minutes. No, no, no. It's fine. <sighs> All right. Okay. So, clean up from last week. Yeah. Uh, so, last week I took the coward's way out. Right? <laughs> I didn't name the episode Two Straction. I named it Extraction Two and then put Two Straction in brackets behind it, which... Yeah. I mean close enough. No. Well, cuz you know it's better for SEO. Do you know what that is? Uh SEO. Search engine optimization. Oh. It's so people yeah. can find uh, the show better. Yeah. If I named it to extraction nobody if they were looking for extraction to would be able to find. It. So, you know, I took the cowards way out. If I was serious, <laughs> if I was committed, I would have named it to extraction, but uh, I'm clearly not. I'm clearly a fraud and a fake. Uh yeah. There's nothing to say about that. <laughs> That's just what it is. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, I, I missed a, a, an opportunity to make a great joke last week. The, the publication that reported the Spider-Verse labor issues was Vulture. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, as I was typing out the document last week, I made like a mental note to make a joke, but I forgot. <laughs> so we're here now and... Yes. Go for it. have nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's been, been a week. A <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> a whole week and nothing. It's been longer than a week. <laughs> I've been sitting every day with my notepad. I'm like, okay, what can we do with this? <laughs> uh, I've just been drawing blank after blank. It's just yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the next thing is last week I said the flash made 70 million total. Yes. So At time of writing it actually made 220 million total oh, right I see that okay. 70 million is what it made in the American box office the yeah domestic box office okay. I, I made a mistake there okay but still <laughs> the, the movie cost uh you know 200 and it says between 200 and 220 million yeah which means double for marketing's between 400 and 440 million yes so yeah, even making 220 million is still a loss <laughs> it's not as hectic as 70 but uh, yeah you know it's they, a loss is a loss they halfway to breaking even <laughs> it's a, it's you know it's not looking good but if you round up 50% you get 100% fair enough Fair enough. You've caught me. <laughs> You've caught me out by naming something irrelevant to the <laughs> something I couldn't have <laughs> anticipated because yeah. Anyway, uh, so the news, the news. Yes. Now, all right. You need to stop laughing because this is very serious. Okay. So, the death toll following severe weather in KwaZulu Natal, brought on by a tornado, has risen to four after three more deaths were reported in Itekwini. 
So Itequini is a municipal. Uh, uh, you obviously know I'm just telling the the listeners. Yes. Itequini is a munis- municipality within KwaZulu Natal. Yes. Right. One person remains missing. According to the KwaZulu-Natal Department of Cooperative Governments and Traditional Affairs, areas severely affected by the heavy rains and strong winds are Phoenix, Inanda, Ntuzuma, Kwamashu, Pine Town, and surrounding areas, Fulweni, and the north of Durban. In the Ugu district, the hardest-hit areas were Umzumbe, Umdoni, and Umuziwabantu. Departmental spokesperson Nonala Ndlovu said preliminary reports indicated extensive damage to road infrastructure, electricity, sewage systems and housing. She said, approximately 70 houses in Itaquini were completely destroyed and a further 110 damaged. This has affected 552 people and had left 151 individuals homeless, said Ndlovu. In the Ugu district municipality, one house was completely destroyed and three partially damaged, affecting 29 people. One person was left homeless, according to Ntlovu. Damage was reported at 10 schools, although assessments were still underway. In response to this, the destruction, the Department of Cooperative Governments and Traditional Affairs, through the Provincial Disaster Management Centre, has provided immediate relief parcels to the affected victims, she said. This includes over 300 food parcels, 2,750 blankets, 5,500 plastic sheetings, and 550 emergency boxes as, <clears throat> as part of the winter contingency planning across all districts and the metro. The Provincial Disaster Management Centre maintains additional immediate relief materials to offer further support. ESCOM and the Municipal Electricity Departments were scrambling to restore power to affected areas, and Lovo added. As the KwaZulu-Natal province, we are experiencing firsthand the true effects of climate change during the winter season. Mm-hmm. Municipalities and sector departments are currently conducting assessments to determine the magnitude of, of the damages and identify necessary interventions. The mobilization of additional volunteers through community-based structures is underway to reach all affected communities for damage assessments. So, <clears throat> there's nothing really to say. No. <laughs> uh, you know, like we were speaking a few weeks about, ago about uh, disasters, yeah. or natural disasters, and how yeah. we very rarely <laughs> <laughs> experience them here. And yeah, since then... <laughs> we, we might have jinxed our country. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say we didn't, but... Uh, I'm, I'm uh, sorry, I'm not going to say we did, but it's not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I will include a... So this is the thing, I've been trying to find like a, a, a charity or, you know, somewhere to donate to, but I haven't yeah. found a, like, verifiable yeah. link so far. Uh, when I do, I'll add it in the show notes for this episode. And, yeah. uh, you know, listeners, please uh, consider donating to help those in need. If you're able, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you can't help somebody if you're not yourself helped, you know. Yeah, exactly. Right. Another bit of very heavy news, right? Gauteng Premier Panyaza Lusufi on Thursday confirmed that the death toll from the Boxburg gas leak rose to 17. On Wednesday night, a gas cylinder carrying nitrate oxide is believed to have leaked at the Anglo-Informal Settlement, killing those in the area. Lusufi said a young man succumbed to the gas inhalation, raising the death toll. Police made it to the scene and emergency services said 16 others were rushed to hospital. The Premier said the youngest of the deceased was a one-year-old, while the rest are believed to be illegal miners who are working in the area and using nitrate oxide to extract gold from the soil. 
This is the same area where 41 people were killed last Christmas when a gas tanker was stuck under a bridge. <clears throat> that tanker was carrying fl- flammable gas which exploded. So yeah. yeah. This happened yesterday so I don't really have anything to say. Uh, but still. Yeah. Um, terrible, terrible thing. Like the... What's the word? Like initial reports yeah. are saying that you saw it said illegal mining. Yeah. So there's these people that found a place to illegally mine and they caused the gas yeah. to come out and they caused the explosion. Yeah. So whoever is running that illegal mining operation should be brought to justice. justice. Yeah. <laughs> but again, uh, like I said, we don't have all the information. So I don't know if it was illegal mining. That's just the uh, working theory. Yeah. We don't have... Uh, <laughs> anything else yeah anything at the else moment. right yeah. so yeah I'm, I just want to see how this unfolds yeah uh, I'm also going to look for a, a donation link for this as well to okay know, yeah because yeah yeah this is man-made and the other one is uh, natural natural but yeah. in both cases uh, it people doesn't need pe- help. yeah people need yeah. help doesn't mean you know one group deserves more help than another or you know yeah yeah exactly yeah. So now, just a slightly more <laughs> comical story. Okay. Uh, the Twitter rate limit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this week, yes. Musk tweeted, To address extreme levels of data scraping and system manipulation, we've applied the following temporary limits. Number one, verified accounts are limited to reading 6,000 oh, posts per day. Yes. Two, unverified accounts to 600 posts per day. And three, new unverified accounts to 300 per day. Data scraping is the equivalent of someone... So, you know what he said? Yes. That's... That's the given story. Yes. There's a a, a difference between a given story and what actually happened, right? Yes. So this theory is about, you know... Not paying the Google bill. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first one, that... Uh, Twitter had some bill that was due to Google on the 1st of June. So this happened on the 1st. Yeah. Right. So like the, the timing was very... Uh, coincidental. Coincidental, yes. That uh, potentially Google, you know, throttled their... The uh, amount of access to the servers. The, the amount of access that Twitter had so that yeah. they would have to, right, you know, limit the rate that people were allowed to because... Yeah. That's one theory. Yes. Which uh, I don't really agree with. Okay. The second one is that... Uh, so do you know what data scraping is? No. It's the equivalent of like... If I look at Twitter and yeah. write down the things I say... That, that I see. Okay. That's data scraping. Okay. Just taking the stuff that you can see... Yeah. And like putting it in a format... like. In a table of usable data or whatever, right? Okay, yeah. But it's automated instead of you doing it by hand. Right, okay. Right, that's what data scraping is. Okay. So what they they did was, okay, so you know, if I send you a link to a tweet via WhatsApp. Yes. Usually you can just click on it and it'll open up and you can see the tweet. Yeah. So what they've done is they made it so that if I send you a link, you can't Oh. Uh, enter Twitter now without signing in. Oh. Right? Okay. So the... Well, well, what we think happened is they put that thing in there, right? Yeah. 
and that caused like a DDoS, a yeah, a DDoS attack because yeah, yeah. <laughs> they DDoS themselves. Yes, they basically. DDoS their own browsers. So every time somebody tried to log in or you know see a tweet and they weren't logged in, it would it would send a bunch of like pings, a, yeah, pings back and forth, and then crash the browser. Yeah. So okay. The, the so the the idea was because do, do you know what an API is? Vaguely, it's an application program application programming interface right okay it's how a company makes their data available to other people yeah so the uh, like you have hobbyists right yep. who will maybe build a, a program that interacts with twitter and can like you know do whatever yeah they, like yeah. it says at 5 p.m every day send off a tweet that says this certain things yeah today is the date and then enter today's date yeah something like that right, yeah. uh, right. these are called bots yes right uh, bots interact with the API. Yes. Data scraping doesn't interact with the API. Okay. So the assumption is that they put up that thing that said, you know, you have to be logged into view Twitter to stop data scraping. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that's what he said there that they've, you they've, know, <laughs> they've been experiencing data scraping. Yeah. But again, data scraping is not illegal or immoral or something. It's just what they want to do is funnel the data scrapers into using the API. Oh, right, okay. Because they yeah. can charge for the API. Right. As opposed to somebody just, you know... <laughs> just getting it for free. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and most companies have an API. They have, like, a, a public-facing API where they have, like... How can I say? Like, non-personal information. Okay. So, like, the API gives you information about, like, posts and like your number of followers, but it won't uh, give you information about like what email is connected to this oh, Twitter yeah, account. Yeah. It won't give you information about, were, you know, like personal information that you put in that's supposed to be private. Yeah. The API gives you structured access to their data. Okay. Yeah. Right. To someone else's data. Well, no, just to... Twitter's data in general. Okay. All right. Your okay. data is part of that, but I mean, yeah. you know, right. if okay. somebody knows your handle, they they can search through your tweets, right? Yeah. In the same way, uh, if I just had a regular Twitter client, I could yeah. go to your handle and search through your tweets. Right, okay. In that yeah. same way, the, yeah. the API does the same thing. Okay. Right, so again, yeah. I'm pretty sure this was all done to stop web scraping and funnel them towards it using the API. Yeah. But somewhere along the way, somebody fucked up, <laughs> right, okay. in implementing that, and that caused a DDoS attack, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. forced them to... Uh, uh, limit the rate that Twitter could be seen. Yeah. Right. But okay. that's just a theory. We have no idea. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but and so that's what we think could happen. But let's take it on his face about what he said. Right. Right. <laughs> the point of Twitter is that you want people to be there to see yes. your posts. <laughs> right. And that's also how you attract advertisers. Right. Yeah. You're saying people are looking at Twitter all day. You can advertise one of your products and that's yes. what you know, exactly brings yeah. value to the person advertising. Yeah, but if you're limiting <laughs> the amount of tweets a certain you know, pe- people can see, then then you're not they're not seeing those ads as well as the tweets. Yes, so it's less. You're getting less clicks on your ads as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm saying it's less appealing for an advertiser to use the site. Yeah. Yes. And you know, I understand mistakes happen. Yeah. But usually, you know, with the programming yeah they have uh, like a test environment 
Yeah. Where they test stuff out first before yeah. they push to, <laughs> before they push changes to the main, you know. Yeah. The solution. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, whoever did this, <laughs> but but this is the thing. People have brought up the fact that do you remember when Musk first took over Twitter? Mm-hmm. He fired a bunch of people. Yes. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's probably the people he fired that was in charge of <laughs> doing all this shit, right? Yeah. So that that's you know. That's really all, all there is to say about it. Uh, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the next thing is there were a French protest this week. Have you heard about that? Yes. Well, this is the thing. Pretty much every week that we've done the show, there's been some sort of protest happening in France. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> they love it. They There's videos of like them having like a... You know, a hot dog guy at the yeah. protest <laughs> handing out hot dogs to the protesters. They've like perfected the mas- the the, uh, the know, art of protest. The art of protesting. Yes. They've got it down to a science. Yeah, you know? they- <laughs> <laughs> it's really, but yeah. So every week I'm like, huh, should I mention this? Nah, <laughs> but, it's, but like this one is a bit more. It's mm, a bit more hectic. How it's yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I guess all all of them are. Well, uh, listen, yeah, there's, there's, actually. There's really no reason why I've chosen this one to be the first of the French riot stories. Just <laughs> uh, this is the first of many. Okay. Uh, that well, this is sort of the avatar of all the French riot stories. Okay. Like I just want to address French riots once, and then okay. we'll ne- any time another one another one comes up, we never have to. Okay. Talk about it again. We can just say there's a riot in France and move yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, water is wet. <laughs> the sun is shining. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so this week, uh, the police killed an Algerian man. Yes. yes. Well, well people are, it's debatable whether it's a boy or a man. Yeah. Because it's in that like weird. Yeah, age category. How old is the person? Seventeen. So, I'd say a boy. Yeah, that that's that's just me though. I, I uh, you know, personally, <laughs> I would say under eighteen. Yeah, is a boy. That, that that's my uh, yeah. barometer as well. But yeah. again, uh, you know, other parts of the world, uh, you know, yeah. in France, maybe they consider after like fifteen a man or yeah. whatever. I, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm just trying to. What's the word? <sighs> give you context for the situation right okay, yeah that a young man yes if that's how you want to phrase it right <laughs> a, a young person was murdered by the cops yes which kicked off a bunch of riots yes and you see this all over the place right yeah you see it in south africa you see it in america uh and france and france yeah. yes where like now i don't agree with it okay Mm. Well, I kind of agree with it. <laughs> Look, violence is obviously bad. Yes. But the thing is, they're not going to get justice for this person if they don't. Yes. The police and, you know, bourgeois power only responds to violence, uh, yeah. right? Yes. If they get like a nice letter written to them and say hey it's not good that you killed this person they'd be like oh, all right they'll throw it in the bin and yeah. just carry on having a you know a fancy dinner party yeah. <laughs> right it's violence is the only way that people in power take 
things seriously. Yeah. So in that case, I understand why they, you know, why they're doing what they're doing. Why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. On the other hand, like uh, I saw, they burned down a uh, a public library. Yeah. Which uh, now again, I'm not like like criticizing them because, like I said, violence is the only way that you can be heard. Be heard. Yeah. But you know. I would prefer if they like burn down the prime minister's house or something, <laughs> you know, like like someone in power, not like a, a public library where people use that service, you know. Yeah, because it's it's gonna hurt people later on who mm. don't have access to mm. the resources in that library. Mm. Yeah, I'm wondering if somebody might clip at me saying burn the prime minister's house down. Yeah, probably, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say it again. You should burn the prime minister's house down. <laughs> Doesn't matter what country. Uh, you know, if that prime minister is supporting the police killing people with no uh, repercussions, you should definitely burn that prime minister's house down. What if they don't have a prime minister? The president's house. Where the fuck they have? Bro? Okay, cool. All right, cool. <laughs> and we sorted that out. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the king's house, <laughs> the palace, burnt down oh, the palace. No. Uh, <laughs> never getting let into the UK. Well, I don't want to go to the UK. Okay, then it's fine. And I've been to the UK. Yeah, not a good place. Fair enough. They're all British there. <laughs> oh, really? You don't it's say. It's pretty gross, bro. You know, like, how do people allow that? <laughs> but they just, they're outside and they're British. It's, it's so gross. Just, <laughs> you know, uh, like, theoretically, I don't have a problem with people being British indoors, but don't don't be outside and be British. What the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, uh, <laughs> we're getting... Uh, you know, we have top topic, yeah. Yes, but anyway, the... Yeah, and they're like... But th- this is the thing. People are like, oh, you know, protests, they don't do anything, you know, it's... Uh, you know, Martin Luther King, he did peaceful protests, and that's how we got uh, wrong. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. In his time, Martin Luther King was demonized as a an anarchist and, uh, you know, a rebel rouser. And then after he died, people started being like, oh, well, you know, the, that's how it should be done. Maybe he had a point. Yeah. yeah. So, listen, the people in power will never be like, oh, this person has a point. You know, they're yeah. always going to demonize the people trying to bring other pe- people to account. Yeah. And they, you know, it's only when you die will they be like, oh, maybe they were right. Yeah, but it's too late now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I stand with the people protesting in France. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot to mention this. This is actually the, <laughs> this is actually the main thing about it. So because he was uh, Algerian born. Yes. They, it's like immigrants are kicking off in France. Yes. So it's kind of like a, there's a racial angle to it. Yeah. Which uh, to me, I don't care. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter if they were, you know, natural born French yeah. or European French, as they would say, or like immigrant French uh, whoever is is doing it doesn't matter the protesting because somebody was murdered by the police is the correct correct thing to do yes right Uh, the people doing it doesn't affect me yeah right but uh, apparently this is uh, what's the word like kicking off a whole uh, immigration yeah topic in France that uh the blacks from Africa are coming, you know, to ruin uh, poor white Europe, you know. That's going to get clipped as well, taken out of context. Well, not really. I'm explaining what somebody else 
No, like the, I don't think you understand. If saying something I believe in, yeah, that gets clipped and taken out of context. Uh, Me saying somebody else's words, it's clear that I'm quoting somebody else. It's that you can't take that out of context. Okay. It's you know me saying that you should burn the prime minister's house. <laughs> that's that's something I've actually said, right? Yes. And okay. say uh, somewhere down the line, some prime minister's house gets burned down, and it's done by somebody <laughs> who listens to us, and they clip that. Yeah. That would be a uh, okay taken fair. out of context because I didn't say burn that specific prime minister's house down. I said, you know what I said. Yeah. If that prime minister is enabling the the you know police to kill people yeah. without justice, you should. Right. Yes. Although, that, uh, actually, now that I think about it, if you're a prime minister and you're listening to this, and you're enabling that, burn your own house down. Or maybe you could just stop <laughs> enabling it and just <laughs> bring them to justice. Then you could have a house. <laughs> I don't know. That seems that seems easier to me. <laughs> no, I like my idea more. <laughs> burn your own house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the. So yeah. Even with this racial angle, I don't care. My point remains the same. True. The police were wrong to kill this person. You'll deal with the police, not the people upset that what you know the police aren't taken to justice. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, the next thing is the South African Police Service VIP Protection Unit beat somebody up. Yes. I sent this uh, video to you. Yeah. This week, right? It was very upsetting. Again, it's we don't have a lot of information about it, but. Uh, in plain clothes, South African police officers like dragged this person out of the car yeah. and threw them on the side and were like kicking the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah. it's so harrowing and like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. And th- again, there's not, not much to say about it. The video speaks for itself. Yeah. But I would like to say a few weeks ago, I didn't really think I made my point about the police not really caring for <laughs> <laughs> the public and only caring for the protection of, you know, the bourgeois and the private property yes uh, it's <laughs> it's very like I don't want to say fortunate because somebody being beat up by the police is not fortunate but no. it's fortunate in highlighting the point I was trying to make yes it's in such a stark way that yes. like yeah the people who are supposed to quote unquote uh, protect and serve beating up a private citizen and just kicking the shit out of yeah, them on the yeah. sidewalk for apparently just being in their way yeah that's yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, next story and our last story. Okay. David Corrin Sweat. Do you know who that is? No. So he's been cast as the new Superman. Huh. Oh well, Clark Kent. Okay. Right. Thought I I thought I'd never heard of him before. Right? Okay. <laughs> but I, I checked his filmography and I saw a movie with him as the co-lead last year. <laughs> oh. Okay. It was called Pearl. Oh. Have you heard right. of Pearl? So I have heard of him. Have you heard? Have you seen Pearl? No. All right. Have you heard of Pearl? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, it, okay. You know we, we've been speaking about A twenty four. Yes. There's a guy. His name is Ty West. Okay. So Ty West is a director. He made the movie X for A twenty four. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then Pearl is a prequel to X. Oh. It's set like I don't know in the nineteen fifties or nineteen forties. Okay. And then. So uh, a lady we see, we see like an old lady in X. Okay. That's her. Pearl is uh, her, you know, as a young lady. Yeah. Right. right. And we have a sequel to that, a sequel to X called Maxine. Okay. Coming out this year, I think. Okay. But (laughs) either way, (laughs) it's like, 
I I, re- I remember his character. Yeah. I just don't remember his acting like popping or like you know hmm. him being like uh, outstanding. Okay. But well, you know, I mean, time will tell. Yeah, it's it's only one role, so I don't know. We'll we'll see how that plays out, right? Yeah. Uh, and obviously, along the clock, Lois has also been cast. Ooh. You know, the most famous uh, couple in comics. Indeed. Well, certain people uh, argue it's uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane Parker. That reasonable. I disagree. It's, okay. It's, to me, it's not close. It's, look, Clark Kent and Lois Lane, number one. Okay. Number two, well, this is the thing. Does it, does uh, Reed Richards and Sue Richards count? I would say no. Yeah, I wouldn't say... I'd say no also because, like, it's it's usually one superhero and one person without powers, right? Yeah, exactly. They're both part... They're both members of the Fantastic Four, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. But <laughs> certain people have them as, like, two or three. I, I don't think they should count full stop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's Clark Kent, Lois Lane, Peter Parker and Mary Jane Parker. Okay. Barry Allen and Iris West Allen. Okay. Uh... <laughs> There's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> There's another couple, I swear. Yeah, but those are the top three. In my mind. Right? Bruce Wayne and Alfred. No. <laughs> are you saying... So, so uh, do you understand the implications of what you're saying? Oh, no. Oh, I do. Because I do. We're, we're talking about couples. And this Bruce... I mean, uh, Alfred raised Bruce. So you're saying he groomed him <laughs> to... <laughs> Alfred groomed Bruce to, <laughs> to have sex with him. That's what you're saying. Listeners, that's what my co-host is saying. I never said that. Let, oh, let's be clear. God. My co-host is endorsing incest <laughs> with your butler. <laughs> butler cest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it would be incest if it's with your butler. Though. Well, he's also... Uh, he's his guardian. Well, yeah. So it's not uh, incest if it's, it's... It's still a parental figure. Yeah, I guess. It's very creepy. <laughs> but you seem to be in favor of it. You were... <laughs> Listen, I know you can't see this, but he, he was rubbing his chin thinking about it like, hmm. <laughs> ah, Batman and Alfred get together. Hmm, pretty good. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize I was sitting here with a fucking freak, but okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we've been wildly off track here. <laughs> So, Lois, it's a uh, lady named Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan. Yeah. No relation to Pierce Brosnan. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even someone. Brosnahan. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the so, uh, again, I've never seen anything she's been in genuinely this time. Okay. But I am culturally aware of her. Oh. She's the titular Mrs. Maisel in, you know, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh. Have you heard of that? No. Alright, well, it's a very, like, well-reviewed TV show. Oh, that, okay. Like, it's, it's been up for the, uh, not Oscar, whatever the thing is for TV. <laughs> the, the Emmys. The Emmy for Best Comedy. Oh, okay. Actor. She's been up for that for, like, the past three years. Damn. So, I, I, I've i never seen that show, but I'm aware of her. Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, very excited. The Superman is very... The Superman, the idea of the Superman is very important to comics in general. He's the first superhero, uh, you know. Yeah. He's the best superhero. Sure. All right. <laughs> you, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> you looked very upset when I said that, like you had something to say, but... Uh, no, no, no. All right. 
I'm sure you don't have anything to say. No, no. So you're going to forever hold your peace? I will forever hold my peace. All right. Although, no. No, say what you want to say. It seems like you want to say something. No, no, no. Who who, who do you want to bring up? Spider-Man? No. no. I would never bring up Spider-Man. Oh, you love Tom Holland. No. Your best friend. No. Tom Holland. What? Oh, it's me, little Tom Holland. Oh. How does this happen every time? That's your best friend. You love him. When he said... Um, if he had any memorable lines <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a single memory oh, oh, oh I don't feel so good Mr. Stork that's when he you know my brother got so upset when that happened <laughs> my brother started crying when that happened at the end of um, Infinity War when he turned into dust he's like yeah. I, I don't feel so good Mr. Stork <laughs> my brother was like, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy when he died, bro. <laughs> I was like, yes, we got rid of that fuck. That horrid fuck. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <sighs> Have we wasted enough time? Probably. It's half an hour. Alright. Right. So, the context of the movie. Okay. So, this is a Pixar movie. This is a Pixar movie. Are you familiar with the studio Pixar? Yes. Who are they? They are a an animation company that I believe they they started in the 90s wrong no okay they started out at Lucasfilm oh did they mm. oh in the 80s yes oh okay and then they branched off uh, you know became their own company okay in the 90s they made their first movie Toy Story yeah so they were their whole thing is computer generated yeah images CGI animation yes as opposed to a hand-drawn animation. Yes. So, this is the thing. <laughs> Every article I've read is that is like, Pixar are pioneers. You know, they've yeah. they've they're at the forefront of innovation, and they're the ones who you know, <clears throat> kickstarted uh, using CG C- CGI animation. animation yeah. Right. And they all like. <clears throat> so I'm going to refer to this positively. Okay. But in the last couple of years, I've been watching... Oh, last year, I watched Miyazaki movies. Right? Yeah. And I found... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I found out that hand-drawn animation is way better. Oh. A million times better than <laughs> CGI animation, right? Yeah. So, for the purposes of this episode, when I'm speaking about CGI animation, I'm mentioning it positively, but uh, recognize that <laughs> I don't view CGI animation positively. I, I, I truly believe Miyazaki... You know the the hand drawn animation is way more. Yeah. I, I, the thing is, I'm not equipped to describe this. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not an artist. I can't, you know, use the. Yeah. The technical jargon. So, but listener, just, if you are an artist, please write in and yeah. let us know. Yeah, I just it looking at hand drawn animation just feels better than. Yeah. <laughs> than CGI animation, and he has a new movie out this year. Yeah, his last yes, quote unquote last movie because <laughs> then, he's had a few lasts. Yes, um, Ponyo was supposed to be his last one. Yeah, then he made uh, what's the one of the plane that I like? Uh, um, the wind rises. The wind rises. Yeah, that was supposed to be his last. I was making this, which <laughs> is supposed to be his last. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> you know? we'll see. We'll see. But yes, the so anyway, yeah. they their first movie was Toy Story. Yes, ever heard of it? Uh, no. What's that about? 
<clears throat> Sorry about toys. Oh, oh really? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a very like beloved movie. Yes, indeed. I like within culture. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in and around my age that like grew up with the Toy Story movies, and uh, yeah, they view it as like a I don't know a touchstone. Uh, what's a touchstone? I don't know something that everybody knows about. Oh right, a cultural okay. touchstone. Oh okay, that everybody like has touched. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like I was gonna uh, if I say like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That was also a cultural touchstone. Like right, okay. Even if you're not a fan of that type of thing, like you, you know of it. Yes, you're you're culturally aware of it. It's yeah. it's it's so big that it. Uh, What's the word like? It touches parts of the world that usually wouldn't. <laughs> okay, you know yes. that are not interested in this type of thing. Yes, right. It's so big that it. Uh, it's like people that aren't into animation know about Toy Story. Yes, that, that, that that's what I'm trying to yeah get across here. Got you right. Okay, uh, and they get bought, not bought, like they get into a. An agreement. Agreement with Disney. Yeah. That, like, they have to make three more movies. Yes. But one of them, they wanted to make Toy Story 2 a straight-to-video, Yeah. you know... Do you know what a direct-to-DVD movie is? Yeah. Something that's, like... So it's released everywhere, including on DVD. So, like, in theaters and DVDs at no. the same time. No? Only in DVDs. <gasps> okay. Cool. That's why it's called direct-to-DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just everywhere. No, they only put it on DVDs, sell it as DVDs. Okay. So, like, there's an Aladdin sequel that was made like this. Huh. There's a, a Little Mermaid sequel. Huh. There's, like, a bunch of Disney stuff that, like, they made a sequel, they just put it on DVD. Okay, uh, yeah. They might okay. play on Disney Channel once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, people don't know about it. Yeah. So, they wanted to do that for Toy Story as well. Yeah. They wanted to do a... Uh, a direct, a, a direct to vid, a video Toy Story 2. Yeah. But the people at Pixar pushed back and said, we're not going to do that. Okay. We, um, like, because usually the quality of those direct to video things are much lower. That's why, because they know they can't con the audience into coming to theaters. They just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they can con them into buying a DVD. Yeah. Right? right. So Pixar were like, no, 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 let's actually put work into this. We want to be proud of our work. And they made Toy Story 2. Yeah. Which uh, a lot of people say surpasses the first one. Yeah. Uh, Very reasonable. Yes. Uh, and for many, many years, it was their only sequel. Okay. Up until yeah. 2010, I want to say, when they made Toy Story 3. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you stated it like uh, you weren't sure. Yeah. Well, I am sure. Sorry. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because, yeah, it's only like Cars. Yeah. Uh, the Incredibles, Monsters University. Those all came after Toy Story 3. Yeah. Right. But uh, the point being is in the late 90s, early 2000s, they went on this mad run. Yes. Right. Oh. Where every year they were nominated for best animated movie. Yeah. But in the late 2010s, yeah, sorry, not late, early 2010s, <laughs> late uh, aughts, yeah, they actually got best picture nominations. Yeah, one for Up. Yeah, one for Toy Story Three. Well, 
this is, uh, okay I definitely know Up was nominated for Best Picture but I can't remember if it was Toy Story 3 or Wally that was also nominated for Best Picture <clears throat> I vaguely remember someone mentioning Toy Story 3 being robbed so I'm gonna assume that yeah but the the point is two of their movies those two uh, Up and Toy Story 3 were nominated for Best Picture yeah that was their the summit of the mountain that many people will say is the the height of Pixar yeah right yeah and since the 2010 or oh, the 2010s 2020s they've been on a downslide okay so for example uh, they've started doing a lot more sequels yes which uh, like I said up up until 2010 they they'd only ever done one which was Toy Story 2 yeah which they were kind of forced to do because of Disney yeah and even when they were forced to do it, they put a lot of effort into it. And they banged right. it. Yeah. Right. So every time they make a new movie, it's always like they had this, this reputation for doing something original. Yeah. Something that was boundary breaking. Yeah. Something that like the story wasn't just a, a simple children's story. Yeah. It was complex so that uh, the adult watching with the child could also, you know, feel a... Yeah, there were layers. Uh, yes, a layered, a multi-layered complex story. Yeah. Now I'm br- uh, I'm kind of bringing this all up to say the movie we're co- we're uh, you know talking about today is none of these things. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of stuff online that's like, well, it's unfair to, you know, expect it of this movie. Yeah. Just because it's from the studio, it's just a movie. You shouldn't put the expectations of previous years onto this yeah movie you know it's it should be on its own yeah but i disagree right it's it's like <laughs> yeah the, the the article i read said something like it's an unfair expectation to put on this movie what if any other you know uh studio released this movie you wouldn't have these complaints yeah and then i thought about it like if i go to mcdonald's yes and i I I order a Big Mac. Yes. And they don't have a Big Mac. Yes. That would be more of a problem than if I went to KFC and ordered a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, yeah, we don't have a Big Mac, right? In that same way, Pixar is known for complex stories for, you know, yeah. updating the technology, etc. So if they're not doing it, you'd be surprised that they're not doing it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying yeah. it is fair to to uh, judge this movie because it's come from a lineage of movies that or you know a a studio that is known for this yeah right now again it doesn't have to because there could be a day where you go to McDonald's and they don't have a Big Mac right they just they ran out of ingredients yeah that's fair enough but this has been following a pattern over the past few years okay did you watch Lightyear last year no alright that was also a very Again, it's not a bad movie. It's just... It's not what's expected. It's fine. It's just down the road, you know? Yeah. It's... Uh, sorry, just give me a second. I'm going to pull up the the Pixar... Filmography. Filmography. Right, because this is a... A feeling. Okay. I've been seeing, you know, throughout the past couple of uh, years, right? Right. That... Pixar is on the way down. Okay. Remember, like I said, it was held in such high esteem. Yeah. And, you know, the the 2010s to, like, now, we've just seen... Uh, 
like a, a trend, a downward trend. Yes, I guess. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, ideas as to why that happened. Okay, but uh, you know, we'll see it now. So this is the thing. So the first thing is sequels. Yes, sequels. Right. That's the the number one reason why I think people are upset with Pixar. Okay. So like I said, after tw- before 2010, oh, it was only the Toy Stories that was a franchise. Yeah. Post 2010, it 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 signals a a loss of creativity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That you are leaning on established IP. Instead of creating, instead of yes, just creating yeah. something new. Yeah. Nobody, you know, I, I always say this when I when I say like, we shouldn't look to the audience for what you want to do as a creator, right? Yeah. George Lucas didn't get out a questionnaire and ask, "Hey, did you want <laughs> do you want to Star Wars? <laughs> do you want to Star Wars?" Look, he's a creator and he made his vision come to fruition, right? Yes. In the same way, I I, I think Pixar and just all studios should have the artists. Yeah. Give their vision. Yes. Right? And if the audience likes it, that's fine. If they don't, yeah. Also fine. <laughs> right? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's how we got a Toy Story. That's how we got an Incredibles. That's how we got. I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters Inc. or Wally or uh, whatever, right? Cars. Well, I don't like Cars that much. Oh my. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know There's, there's okay. two, like, what they would call, like, the. Red-headed stepchild, okay, or stepchildren of uh, Disney. Uh, okay, right? the first one was A Bug's Life. Okay, which I really, really like. Yeah, me too. It's uh, A Bug's Life is really like a Karl Marx based the Communist Manifesto on this movie. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> a Bug's Life is about what? What? What are you going to say? Oh, nothing. A Bug's Life is about working together to stop exploitation. Yes. And why are you saying it like that so quick? It is. I'm telling you it is. <laughs> no, that was just like completely agreeing. It wasn't like a question. It was just... All right. Yes. All right. Well, when you said the word, I saw Y-E-S question mark <laughs> come out of your mouth. That's why, that's why it seemed like a question to me. Just a speech bubble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, sh- I should have uh, like let the listeners know earlier, but that's how I see when people talk. <laughs> I see a speech bubble. <laughs> and then words. And yeah, if uh, I speak a different language, it's just the... <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the different uh, symbols or whatever, Yeah, you know. But <laughs> so a bug's life and cars were viewed as the two kind of outliers. Like I said, red-headed stepchildren. Yeah. Okay. Right? Then Cars Two, yes, was the first Pixar movie to not get a Best Animated Picture nomination at oh. the Oscars. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. kind of the rot started with Cars Two, and <laughs> 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 right. because again, that's another. Sequel, yeah, and the next year they have Brave, which good movie, yeah, but it's again, it's not outstanding. It's just it's good. just a good movie. Okay, it's not like Lighter, which is fine. This is a good movie, yeah, but not great. So okay. the standards are already slipping in twenty twelve. Right, Monsters University, I've never seen. Uh, people don't speak of it very yeah uh, favorably. Yeah, it's it's fine. Right. Then we have Inside Out. 
Yes. In my opinion, Pixar's best movie. Well, it, not not yeah, yeah, it is their best movie. It actually changed the way I think about my emotions. Mm-hmm. Because now I imagine the tiny people in my head controlling right. <laughs> my emotions. But yes, it's uh and that, that that's not my well, that is my opinion, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that's a very wild widely held uh Consen- uh, well, no, not, not really a consensus. Because the thing is, a lot of people saw they're like, Toy Story is the number one. A lot yeah. of people are like, uh, Up, that's the one. Yeah. So, th- this, in terms of favorite, yeah. my favorite would be The Incredibles. Okay. Right? Because that's just the one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to be honest with you, I never watched Toy Story 3 and 4. I think I watched 3. I didn't watch 4. But the the point I'm trying to make is, I'm ne- I've never been that much of an animation yeah. fan. Yeah. None of these really spoke to me except for The Incredibles. Okay. Which it's more about the content of the the story rather than uh, anything that came before it. No, yeah. like the animation like, that oh. Pixar is doing. Oh, right, that, okay, that's yeah. what drew me to this more so then. But you wouldn't say that it was incredible just like All right. Uh so then we have The Good Dinosaur, <laughs> right? The Good Dinosaur is directed by the director of this movie. His name is Peter Sohn. Yes. Right. And The Good Dinosaur was very... It was the first of the down-the-road Pixar movies. Yeah. That people were just like, uh... Meh. Yeah, it's not even good. We can't say this is good. Yeah. This is not good. But it's not bad either. It's just... Meh. Down the road. Yeah. Now, I've never seen it, so I can't... <laughs> okay. I'm just saying this is what other people have said. This is how... A lot of people view The Good Dinosaur as the beginning of the end. Yeah. Right. Okay. Reasonable. Finding Dory. Hmm. I've heard mixed things about. Okay. Some people say it's good. Some people say it's utter rubbish. Okay. Uh, but again, another sequel. Yeah. So, yeah. It also made a lot of money, so... Uh, I don't know. But it, uh, it then goes back to... I'm. I look. I'm. I'm not interested in the money. Yeah. I'm only interested in the quality of the movie. Yeah. Right. That's what I was going to so say. So, Finding Dory. I don't. Again, I've never seen it, so I don't know. Yeah. But it's it's only spoken about very poorly. Yeah. But also the fact that I haven't seen any of these should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say like because even like. Uh, Wally. Yeah. I didn't watch Wally at the time. Oh. Right. Okay. I didn't watch Up at the time. Okay. I didn't watch Toy Story 3 at the time. But all of them, I was culturally aware of them. Yeah. Because of how big Pixar was. Yes. And the rave reviews they were getting. Yeah. By the time we get to The Good Dinosaur, I didn't know about The Good Dinosaur when <laughs> when it came out, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Finding Dory, uh, I knew about it, but it's I didn't care enough. Yeah. I watched uh, Nemo when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh I actually watch it at the public library. Oh, there it uh, on VHS. Yeah, yeah. No, well, DVD. Oh, DVD. How old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> like, I did have cassettes like as a child. But yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did too. That's why I'm. Huh? Uh, but anyway, the whatever the case is. The, yes. Okay. Uh, so we just go along. Incredibles 2 I, I didn't watch it Oh my I, goodness I only watched it During the pandemic Okay Which should let you know How Like two years after It was released Yeah That like I'm not Interested at all in 
This Exxon is knows. yeah. So yeah. the next movie I watch is Turning Red. Okay. So from Inside Out, the next one I watch is Turning Red. That's <laughs> that's quite the gap you've got there. Uh, but yes, and there's, there's no movie that's well, maybe Soul. People have spoken positively about Soul. Yeah, but I, it's yeah. The thing is, it's not like every movie is a hit like it used to be. Yeah, there is a definite drop in quality. Yeah, one of these the ideas put forward is that one since they've been under the control of Disney. Yeah. So I remember I said they were in a production deal with Disney in the late 90s. Yes. In 2005 Disney buy them outright. Yes. In the same way they outright bought Marvel and Star Wars, they bought Pixar was the first of the of, many. of the studios that they bought. Yes. And a lot of people blame Disney for the the declining quality because well. they've been uh according to critics that they've been neglecting Pixar that they've been, you know, yeah. Uh putting their money in other areas of the business they haven't been. Yeah. Uh what's the word? Uh, uh supporting. Yeah, supporting Pixar enough. Yeah. They haven't been uh and the the second thing they say is they haven't been bringing new directors forward. Yeah. Right. Okay. So they yeah. they used to have new Pixar people come in. Yeah. Those people get a promotion, they eventually become directors or whatever. Yeah. And then they might go to another studio and also direct another movie. Yeah, and then in the same way, more through. young Pixar people weren't being elevated into you know the next level. Yeah, they were bringing in like uh, previous directors to do sequels. Yeah, okay. so they the resources that would go to de- be developing new talent yeah. wasn't there anymore. It was just doing the same stuff that they were doing. Yeah, so that's another possible idea why they. It's, you know. it's dropped slightly recently. Yes. Yeah. The second thing, you know, I said is because of Disney. Mm. But during the pandemic, you know, we had day and date releases. Yes. So they chose to not put Luca, Turning Red, and, well, sorry, Luca and Turning Red weren't in theaters. Yeah. They went straight to streaming. Yeah. Which a lot of people have uh, have said has taken the prestige away from Pixar. Yeah. That is just like another one of the animated movies you can see. It's not like uh, an event. Yeah. Like it used to be in the 2010. Uh, sorry, the early 2000s. It's not like you line up for hours on release night yeah. to go watch it. You... it. It Pixar used to be a brand in the same way Marvel and Star Wars are a brand. Yeah. yeah. You know, like... Uh, but yeah, it's just <laughs> due to Disney's neglect. And because in this time, Disney's... So so we have the Lucasfilm division, which is the Star Wars division. We yes. have the Marvel division. We have the Pixar division. Then we have Disney's own division. Their own <laughs> like, movies. Yes. Yeah. You know, they make the Disney classic movies. Like, yeah. uh I don't know. <laughs> A Little Mermaid, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Uh, whatever the fuck, right? Whatever they make. Disney has their own... Stuff. Stuff. Yeah. So the Disney stuff has been getting way better and the Pixar stuff has been getting, becoming poorer. Hmm. So a lot of, again, uh, now the thing is I'm not at Disney, so I don't. Yeah. Like it's, it's mostly speculation. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know what's literally happening. This is just from the outside looking in. Yeah. Perhaps Disney is not giving it the, uh, the attention that it needs to yeah. thrive. That, that, yeah. that's the, <sighs> so yeah. 
another in the long list of Disney fucking up but yeah <laughs> <laughs> everything but anyway uh, I think it's time to go on to the movie yeah because, sounds yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes before we start I just wanted to say if this were another studio yes I would give this movie a 7 okay but because this is Pixar I'm giving it a 6 okay and again it's totally unfair I agree yeah right <laughs> it's unfair to bring the history of Pixar and you know uh, all of that context into this one movie yeah but I'm doing it anyway <laughs> right okay fair enough they should be pushing the boundaries the I don't really see anything visually innovating in this movie especially in contrast with the fact that a few weeks ago Spider-Verse came out yeah which was you know experimenting it's uh, it was just unbelievable yes and apparently uh, element elemental cost far more than Spider-Verse, Spider-verse. yes hmm okay so that's why I want to you know say that i understand technically <laughs> it's it's not good but uh, so look it has a budget of 200 million that's a lot for elemental right yeah. so far it's made 193 so it's it's just about almost broken even no it, not it, including marketing yes yeah. yeah so it's 400 million yeah well the thing is that they say that they had they didn't market it well disney didn't market it well i mean that's yeah. part of the reason why Yeah. Uh this movie is failing in cinemas. You know when I messaged you to suggest this movie. Yeah, I assume it's to get more people to watch this. No, that was the only time I heard of it. Oh. And that was like early <laughs> <this> weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um so yes. And uh there's been like uh what is it? Um It depends on what you want to say. Is This is enough? one of many movies that are flopping. Oh yeah. Right? Because uh we spoke about the Flash. Yeah. Uh So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've been googling. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to talk while googling, yeah. right? So, Spider-Verse budget 100 million, Elemental budget 200 million. It's literally so, double. It costs double to look worse. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm trying to you yeah. know, get at here. And like the voice cast wasn't very well known. Yeah. And yes. uh Spider-Verse it's well it's also not like there's no like big star there. Uh, I mean, yeah. Maybe uh Oscar Isaac is yeah. the only one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's that's yeah. He's the only but he, even him he's not like a A-list star. No, he's, he's like kind of around. He's like the third third or fourth lead in Star Wars. He's not like yeah, the star. <laughs> right. Uh but yeah, the uh So can we get into the movie? Yeah. Let's get into it. So first of all, I'm glad this movie is a tight 90 minutes. Okay. Right. A good or bad movie yeah. as long as it's quick and we in and out. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's just gonna it'll like in certain times it'll automatically give me like a plus one <laughs> yeah <laughs> just because you are merciful like if it's a bad movie yeah and it was mercifully short i'd be like all right cool thank you thank 45 you. minutes no our 40 yeah. our 30 yeah why did you say 45 just like super short mercifully short yeah i think there's like a i think 40 minutes is the cut off okay like between a short and a long 
Okay. So after 40 minutes, it's a feature film. Okay. Under 40 minutes, it's a, a short film. Okay. But I don't... Uh, whatever, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, anyway. <laughs> whatever. The shorter, the better. Yeah. Especially if you're a bad movie. I don't... <laughs> you know, uh, if you are a great movie... Yes. Take as long as long as you want, right? <laughs> Avatar. <coughs> Sorry. Well, that's one. God. JFK, three and a half hours. I'll watch it at any time. Damn. Right? Okay. Uh, the extended editions of all the Lord of the Rings, three and a half hours each. I'll three watch all of them. Like, there's... Yeah. It's as long as you putting in the effort right yeah. <laughs> I don't mind the time okay. but if you're on some bullshit definitely <laughs> definitely cut it short definitely <laughs> try to make it like an hour if you can yeah. <laughs> you know that's also why I like you know um, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey yeah I gave it plus one just because it was like slightly over an hour <laughs> it's like <laughs> if that movie were like three hours I'd be like zero but yeah mercifully short anyway so the movie begins with the parents coming to Elemental City. Yes. So I assume this is a stand-in for New York. Yeah. America yeah. is famous for letting in immigrants. Yeah. And the most famous port of, of arrival is New York City. Yeah. And like you're, you're greeted by the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Which Elemental City didn't have a, no. <laughs> a Statue of Liberty, right? Which make me, makes me think I'm wrong and you're not supposed to think it's New York. Okay. Or perhaps you're supposed to view it as New York, but without the concept of Liberty. Yeah. Hmm. That's actually an interesting. They don't have a statue to. Yeah. To libertize. <laughs> yeah, to give them liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Which would make a lot of sense in the context of the movie. Hmm. Hmm. So when they arrive, they see a family of trees get off another boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think trees are an element. Right. <laughs> I'm just using Avatar: The Last Airbender rules. Right. Okay. Where Reasonable. You have, you have the four main elements: earth, air, water, fire. Yeah, but then you have offshoot elements, right? Yes. Like with water, you have blood bending. Yeah. So blood is part of water. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, water is part of blood. Whatever. No, I'm saying the water banner. Oh yeah, yeah. Blood okay, is yeah. underneath it. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, fire, you can shoot electricity. Yes. So electricity is under the fire banner. Yes. Like uh, you can metal bend. Yeah. Well, I think only Toph knows how to metal bend. Well, in Korra. She's taught other people, right? But the the point being, there's nothing with trees or wood. Nobody can, <laughs> nobody can wood bend. <laughs> well, if you like, if you cut up a tree, like let's say as a waterbender, right? You cut up a tree, and then you put wood in your water, and shoot it. Wood bending, but with water. So you're bending water to carry <laughs> the wood around. That's not bending the wood. <laughs> That's the best I've got right now. But the point being, <laughs> wood is not an element. <laughs> wood is not an element, right? I, uh, like, I'm assuming the idea of that was that rock people would be boring. But it also doesn't make sense because the fire people eat wood. So, like, does that mean they're eating wood people? No, because, like, there's water people and there's still water, you know. All right. Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, there's fire people and there's still fire, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I also, I was thinking that, like, Wade is always, like, worried about the ocean or, like, water getting in. Yeah. But he can just reconstitute himself. So, I, I don't know, like, I'm always, like, why... Why is this guy worried? Yeah. There were, like, there were a few times where I was, like, like water's rushing over them and I'm like 
why don't you just some go with the flow? Yeah, You're or, a or make yourself into like a bubble. Yeah, and like keep her. Yeah, but whatever, right? Do literally anything. Yeah. Okay. okay. So uh, next, they go to the check-in building. Yeah, and we see three pictures on the ceiling of how Elemental City came to be. Right? Yeah, we see the water people arrive at an empty beach. Yeah, then the Earth people arrive and are welcomed in by the water people who have built some buildings. Yeah, the uh, next the cloud people arrive from the sky and we see the water and Earth people greet them. Yeah, and the city has grown even larger. Yes, right. There is no painting showing fire people joining the city. Well, I'm assuming they're the first. Because they get there and they can't speak the language. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean they're the first, just they won off the first. Yeah. And just the... Okay, well, we'll mention it just now, but like the design of the city... Yeah. ...is very hostile towards... uh, Fire fire people. people, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, But anyway, although to be fair, there's no picture welcoming the tree people either. (laughs) So... (laughs) So what does that mean for the tree people? So Bernie and Cinder then walk around and realize how inhospitable the city is, right? Yes. Both because of how of how it is designed and how, and the treatment they receive from the people. Yes. So they go to find a new house and everybody turns them down. Yeah. Right. Uh, they eventually find a place to settle down and have a child. Ember. Yeah. Ember grows up with five people's traditions and is being groomed to take over her father's corner store. But her temper is a stumbling block. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. We also see that her mother does like fortune telling. Yeah. But specifically for love. Yeah. And we're told Ember is having problems meeting somebody. Yeah. Somebody appropriate anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a small that's boy <laughs> that's just harassing her. <laughs> and he keeps plucking his yeah. armpit. Eh? Yeah. Well. Well, it's not armpit. Yes, it's, it's, it's like flowers. A, it's like a leaf. Oh yeah, a flower. It's like flowers. But yeah. his that kid was so odd. <laughs> Very weird kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her grandmother's last words were "Marry fire." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I just like to point out that clearly the message in this movie is that the grandmother is wrong. Okay. Love is love. Love is love, and you can marry whoever you like. Yes. Right. That works on a metaphorical level. Yes. As we're all human beings and. Uh, but like on a literal level no no this makes no sense (laughs) they are a water and a fire element yes they physically can't be together yes right (laughs) I thought they'd answer this question later on in the movie but they just have them hold hands for a bit like not not even hold hands they like they touch their hands together yeah and And then he sizzles and she like yeah and the fact they use the fact that they didn't die when they did that as as evidence (laughs) that this is fine yeah that's fine (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh, the grandmother was right. She should marry fire. Yes. Right. It's just the practical thing to do. It's, <laughs> it is. It's, yes. <laughs> it's very. Yeah. Yeah. It's they, much more practical. They definitely can't have sex. <laughs> yes. Yes, they cannot have sex. Yes, and you know you can adopt if they want children, but I'm yeah. I'm talking about sex for pleasure. They. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, how, how do we know? That I was going to say, like, are they doing, like, a mutual masturbation situation? Oh, are they swinging with, you know, inverse water fire couples? <laughs> like, a couple where the the guy is a fire guy and yeah. the lady is a water lady. And, and then, then they, they swing. Yeah, yes. they swing by having sex with the corresponding element. Yes. In the other. 
what are they doing? What are they? How are they getting off? I want to know. In this children's movie, <laughs> you need to show me. <laughs> See, this is the like you know how we were talking about layers earlier. Mm. These are the layers <laughs> that they don't have. <laughs> see the problem uh, yeah anyway her dad gives her an opportunity to prove that she's ready to take over by running the shop for her on, on one day yeah right yes unfortunately she has a massive freak out and causes a pipe to burst yes from this pipe Wade the inspector appears and says that the shop is not up to code yes so this brings up the same idea we had last week with the submarine and Stockton Rush yes although Stockton, Stockton Rush was a billionaire and the sh- this store is what the Americans would call a mum and pop store. It's the exact same idea. Yeah, pretty we, much. We have a private business owner going around the rules because they don't think it's important. <laughs> yes. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> no reason. Continue. Right. I know I'm going to come across as a stick in the mud, but the rules are there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the right wing says that these quote, mum and pop stores shouldn't have to follow the same rules as, as it would cost too much money to fix the pipes, right? Yes. Uh, we're killing small businesses by forcing them to, you know, go along with the same rules as big businesses. Yeah. That That's what they, they'll say. Yes. Right? They make the same argument about the minimum wage. They say, well, the big businesses, they can afford to pay a decent wage. Yep. But a mom and pop store can't afford to pay that wage. Yeah. Right? Yes. So it's it's not right to impose a minimum wage because it will kill businesses. Yes. But in both cases, my reply is the same. That's the cost of doing business, yeah. right? <laughs> I was yeah. going to say as a reply to that, it might kill businesses, but it would also kill people not to have a minimum wage. Mm. Like, uh, okay, I know this is completely unrelated, right? But on Twitter, I saw a restaurant that had you contribute like health insurance. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so terrible. Mm. Why would you do that? It's gross. But anyway, Anyway, yeah, the the point being that. uh, What is the point? (laughs) (laughs) Look, I can't say, well, I want to compete with pig and pay as a wholesaler. Yeah. The only problem is I don't have the money to buy <laughs> to buy stock. Then it's, how are you going to sell? Yeah, it's unfair to me that yeah. I don't have the money to buy, you know, stock. Yeah. Me not having money is killing my business. Oh, really? Similarly, <laughs> these people are like, well, uh, having to pay my employees a fair wage, that's, uh, it's not fair. <laughs> how can I compete with uh, another business if I... Well, you can't. You yeah. <laughs> you can't, yeah. right? Uh, then next, but anyway, this Wade guy, he hears yeah. her sob story and tries to take back his yeah. uh, right up. <laughs> well, that was so he, unethical, bro. He also just cries for everything. Yeah, I think this guy's horny for her, but that's well, that's not that, what I think. That's the problem for me. Yeah, but that's... I mean, <laughs> I mean, the reason he took away or he tried to undo the uh, the write up. Yes. It's because he's audit for this <laughs> Okay. Right? That is... Yeah. It's That's a dereliction of duty. You should be fired. Yeah. But... <laughs> all right. Uh, next, we get the backstory of why the parents left the fireland. Yes. It, to me, it's genuinely gibberish. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a storm and, uh, came one yeah. day and fucked up the house. 
Yes. Which leads the mother to say, we had to leave. It was the only way to create a better <laughs> life. Right? Yeah. I'd understand if she said, well, our house got fucked up, so we decided to start fresh somewhere else. You know, yeah. like, well, there's nothing, you know, keeping us here. We might, uh, you know, we always wanted to travel around. So yes. let's do it. Yeah. Instead being like, that thing came and fucked up, the, the storm came and fucked up our house. Yeah. Anyway, we are forced to leave. Who forced you? <laughs> the way she's making it seem like uh, that was the only thing they could do. Did they? Maybe. The fire people had limited resources and they couldn't build new houses. No, oh, but the father is upset that they're leaving. Yes. Which doesn't so, make Sorry, it, yeah. n- not Ember's father. Yeah, yeah. The Ember, father's... The father's her, father. Her grandfather. Is upset yes. that they're leaving, meaning... The they, chief of the fire people. Meaning yeah. there was an opportunity for them to stay. Yes. Uh, the parents just decided to leave. Yes. And again, that's fine. But the way they frame it as if... (laughs) They must leave because of the storm. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, they saw some prophecy that (laughs) they had to move to the city. It's it's fine to make a choice. In fact, that's what happens to Ember at the end of this movie. She makes a choice. (laughs) That's why I'm like, it would be a better parallel if the parents weren't forced to move to this place. They just wanted to do it. Yeah. And the people were upset with them because they they wanted them to stay there. Yes, that would be a more I don't know logical a logical a clean like story. Yeah, this that like they were forced out. It's it seems it doesn't it's not the same as the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> right. Uh, again, like like I said, if if they just said, "Hey, we want to move," that would fine. be that'd be fine. Right? Yeah, it would. It, it just puzzled me about this this thing. It also wouldn't take anything away from it. It would actually add to the movie. Yeah. Because it's like, there's, if you want to give them a backstory, give but, them the logic. But like backstory. I said, this ties into the fact that Ember is making a choice. Yes. Her choice is not to work at the shop. Her choice is to become a... An artist. A, a glass molder. <laughs> Which, yes, I guess artist is the right word. A uh, glass A glass <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they go to the elemental version of basketball. Yeah. And Wade starts a Mexican wave to cheer up the star player who recently lost his mother. Oh. Which I was just like, how is this the only guy? <laughs> like, there's a whole stadium. Yes. Who I assume are obsessed with this like sport, and they know every player. Yes. He's the only one who knows that this guy's upset. Yes. And can see that this guy's upset. Yeah. Everyone else was like, oh, this guy who recently lost his mother is having a bad game. Yeah. Boo! Yeah. Boo! <laughs> Wade was the only one who was. <laughs> but yeah, again, it's kind of nonsensical, but it's a kid's movie. So it's not like... I I feel like it highlights the the struggles of professional athletes sometimes. Oh. Like, yeah, it's, it's deep, right? Like... Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, like it I mean in theory it it how do I describe like, it? I, I don't have a problem with it happening. I'm just yeah. wondering why Wade was the only one that yes, said that, something. Yeah, I I I'm assuming it's like okay, obviously it wouldn't make sense in a kids movie, but like crowd mentality the or herd mentality or whatever it is where you're like when you're in a crowd, someone does something and you're like, oh, I can do this thing as well. And so everyone starts booing. All right, sure. But that's the best I've got for that. Okay. Anyway, using emotional blackmail, they convince the cloud <laughs> to also not do her job. Right? Cloud. 
Yes. This is blatant corruption, <laughs> and they portrayed it in a positive way in a kids movie. So, I don't know if also, kids grow up from this movie and they're like, well, let's just take uh, you know the person to a our equivalent of a basketball game, and then you'll you'll get you know. Uh, out of whatever yeah you know, you'll get what out of whatever trouble you have you know yes. that's a bad <laughs> message to be telling kids but anyway but also airball seems to be an inherently racist game because nobody else can play it it's just the cloud people but again this is the same thing I was saying about marry fire you know yeah in real life we're all human yeah and we can all play the same sports yes but in their world of course they would have you know different uh, specific sports to specific people because obviously fire people can't go certain places water people can't go certain places it's like right so again <laughs> the the metaphor works the literal is very odd and yeah. <laughs> yeah. kind of contradicts the the main point of the movie yes. but uh yeah anyway uh uh they they then go to find the leak yes. and while they're on the hot air balloon Ember tells the story of when she was a small girl and her father took her to see a flower yes but they didn't allow fire people in yes and once again I have to agree with the racists right <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry to the listeners but the racists were right <laughs> the racists were right if you're a fire person you shouldn't be going into a place where like if you like you know like ember yes whenever she gets upset she her fire like grows yeah so if she got upset and burnt like the art in the place it would fuck fuck it up right yeah oh sorry it's not art it's a, it's a, it's a tree yeah but it's like a garden they go into right uh yeah yeah she, she could burn the whole garden but uh, i swear she says something like it's the one plant that can live anywhere basically yes yes that's what I understand that it can live everywhere but it's in this museum. Yeah. So she could blow up the museum. Okay, yeah, fair. If they blow up everything else besides thing, that. The thing yeah. is if they took that plant and they put it outside. Yeah. And they still didn't allow her. That would be different. Yes. But it's like in this very small environment you might burn something. Yeah. It's totally reasonable to exclude fire people. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> the racists were right. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. The racists were right. Ah. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, the next day because the shop wasn't shut down and because a real team didn't go fix go, you know, to solve the issue. Yeah. The store starts flooding again. Yes. And Ember has to do another quick fix. Yes. Bernie then makes Wade try to try his food. <laughs> 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 Which this is a very funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, try it." And then suddenly he's like, "What if I put a little bit of water in it?" Like, oh, this is pretty good. And the father's like, "You are banned." <laughs> Uh you know overall yeah my favorite interactions were between the father and Wade yeah because like even late in the movie he's like i know you you're the food inspector <laughs> yeah. it's like he says something like i love your daughter and he's like what kind of food inspection is this <laughs> so yeah between the father and Wade was the the funniest kind of uh, you know stuff was being said right yeah <laughs> Do you have anything to say? You're just kind of saying, yeah, yeah. Just Oh, well, yeah, I'm agreeing with the things that you're saying yeah, because we but I mean, we have very similar notes. All right, all right. Oh. Yeah. Is it because you have access to this document? You just copied and pasted it into <laughs> <laughs> your notes. <laughs> no, these are different notes, all I right. promise. All right. Yeah, well, you switched like 
uh, I don't know. You know when you put it in your own words. <laughs> you, just, you take a paragraph of a textbook and you change a few words here and there to make it seem like you don't copy. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you've done. <laughs> right. um, so they go to the beach. Yes. And Ember gets the idea to turn sand into glass to seal up the place. Yes. Where the flooding was coming from. Yes. Once again, I don't know who allowed this. <laughs> she is a private citizen. It's the government's job to fix the situation. Yes. Who knows if her solution will work? Is it backed by any science? You know? Uh, no. That's it's not all just, it's also sketchy. She was just like, oh, this should work. <laughs> yeah. She made a glass thing and then fucked off. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, yes. Right? And spoiler alert. That thing breaks. <laughs> yeah. There's a biblical flood at the end of the movie because, <laughs> because the science team didn't come in and... Uh, they just left some private person to to do this. This is government uh, corruption, bro. Yeah. That entire department should be fired. The cloud, uh, Wade, <laughs> this lady should be in jail. <sighs> but also, yeah. how did they not catch that massive door that was open? Like, it's not like a tiny... Like, when he said he was looking for leaks, right? I expected it to be like a pipe burst very lightly and it's just spraying water listen I don't have the answer <laughs> I, I, I don't know about pipes right uh, well, that entire part of the story I'm like A plus I don't know <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on here <laughs> I assume you're all correct good job guys <laughs> you I assume know more about uh, plumbing yes so yeah ask your questions but I'm just saying I don't have any answers listener if you're a plumber yeah write in. <laughs> and if your name is Mario double write in. <laughs> also if you have a brother named Luigi yeah ask him to write well, in as well then, then it seems like you know planned yeah like their parents were like oh we're gonna name you Mario and Luigi if your name just happens to be Mario <laughs> and, and, you're you, a plumber. and you're a plumber that's it's more like coincidence but <laughs> yeah, especially if you're like older than like like you know you be- became a plumber in the late 70s yeah and then like yeah, some fucked up <laughs> some fucked up games <laughs> you know had as a character with the same name as you and suddenly people think you became a plumber <laughs> based on that game yeah anyway let's move on right? okay uh the next scene is at Wade's house. Yes. This is where my favorite joke of the movie happens. Right? Okay. The guy says, Oh, I just like to dabble in watercolors. <laughs> or as we call them, colors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that made me burst out into the So Wade's mother encourages Ember to hone her glass making talent. Yeah. Right, this sets up the conflict of the movie yeah. do, doing what's expected of her versus doing what she wants to do yeah right. the solution is obviously to do what she wants to do yes her parents did what they wanted to do and were shunned so obviously they would allow her, their daughter to do what she wants to do without being shunned usually you'd think that's how that works yeah. well that's the obvious the, the follow through for this movie yes but again this is a kids movie yes uh <laughs> If this were an adults movie, this is where all the tension would like evaporate. Yes. Like this this would be the this is where your problem gets solved. Yes. 
Right. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because it's a kids' movie, we have to keep up this pretense that like, oh, it's a choice between oh, yeah. doing what I want to do versus what I have to do. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, so next Wade takes her to the museum to see the flower. Yeah. Which, uh, in the time since her being a kid, and now that museum has been flooded. Yeah. Yes. So the cloud lady creates an air pocket for Ember. Yes. Right. They have a fun scene, but again, she almost dies while being there. Yes. Showing again that it's not right to break the rules. Yes. So, yeah. This this movie has just shown me how important it is to follow the rules. Okay. Because they just do whatever they want, whatever the hell they want, right? Yes. And government employees are helping her <laughs> do all this, right? Yes. This is corruption. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It really makes me upset. That is... Reasonable. It's trying you can to be upset. About. It's trying to it's trying to make it seem as if the government corruption is the norm. Okay. Or should be viewed as the norm. Yeah. When I'm not saying government corruption doesn't happen, I'm saying it shouldn't be viewed as normal. It should be viewed as abnormal. Yes. Right. But anyway <laughs> <laughs> Um Wade rescues her and they touch hands which quote proves they can be together. Yeah. Right? Once again, simply no. touching hands is not enough for an adult relationship. Yes. I'd only be satisfied if they show full penetration. Oh, God. You know, you know my name, my middle name, full penetration or nothing. Oh, Presh, full penetration or nothing. <laughs> that's my full name. I don't know why my parents gave me that name, but uh, that's my name. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you could probably find that on the internet somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, Ember feels guilty and goes back to the shop where they're having a ceremony to pass the shop to her. Yes. Wade shows up and accidentally lets it slip that Ember's the one who broke the pipe. Yes. They have a fight and Wade leaves. Yes. Her father accuses her of causing the leakage and unretires. Yes. And let's be clear, yes, Ember was the one who burst the pipe. She did. But her father is responsible for not having the, the, you know, the pipes up to code. That is true, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She says he built it from the ground up. Yes, I couldn't believe this, like, little, I don't know what it was, like, ninjutsu. (laughs) 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 Of blaming her when it's clearly, he's clearly the, if if anything, he's the villain of this movie. (laughs) Right? He's the one who built that fucked up shop. Well, I guess, no. The villain of the movie is Gale and Wade for not... You know. Oh, so you know her name. You're just calling her the cloud. She's clearly the cloud lady. <laughs> is, she, is she not a cloud lady? She is a cloud lady, yes. So I've been right. Technically, yes. If if I call you that guy, yeah, is that wrong? Well, no. You're some guy, right? Well, I'm this guy. Yeah, that I'm guy. I'm me as a guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. So it's the same thing as me saying that cloud lady and Gail. Yes. You know what I'm speaking about. Yeah. So what's your issue? I'm just saying. Like I didn't say refer to her. I didn't say I don't know her name. I said that cloud lady. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Are we happy now? Yes. Okay. We're happy. Cool. (laughs) I know her name. (laughs) Right. Oh, I think. I think the reason is uh, I wrote her name here in my notes. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know her name up until this point. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) So where the fuck am I? Right. At uh, your house Frankly I hope the local council Shuts down this door <laughs> <laughs> Because Yeah honestly The people The government people Not shutting this place down Yes They are the real villains Yes Right 
because obviously this guy's going to try and get away with whatever, right? Yeah. It's them not coming down hard enough on him that is the problem. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> due to the fact that Ember and not experienced people with proper tools fixed the leak, the glass breaks and a biblical flood is caused. <gasps> right? Who could have seen that one coming? Me. Wow. Me. I saw it. Damn. Obviously, I didn't. Yeah, this is a kids' movie. Yeah, kids, they're like, oh yeah, that glass will solve the water. Yeah, I, I see. I saw through it, <laughs> not just because it's see through, <laughs> but because I was aware, I was aware that it wouldn't work. That's also, <laughs> that's also why, right? Uh, Ember goes to save the blue flame in the shop. Yes, and Wade joins her. Yeah, but Wade is killed due to her not letting go of their traditions. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. Wade is dead. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet right there. That's not Romeo and Juliet. Well, both of them die. Well, there has to be a death fake out. Yeah, true. There wasn't a death fake out. Wade just died. That's how Uh, the movie ended. Yeah. Damn, actually, you're right. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, uh, unfortunately, they did a a Jesus scenario. (laughs) A death fake out. (laughs) Yeah, they came back to life. (laughs) No, he did die. Well... He evaporated. Yeah, but... And he came back. It's not... It wasn't a fake... A fake out means... uh, You don't die. Oh, you just... Other people think you're dead. Yeah, people think you're dead, but you don't die. This guy died. He evaporated. But how do we know that he's dead? Because he starts crying as like... He reconstituted himself. Okay. So you don't just become like steam and then block the chimney or whatever. Because I feel like that's... I feel what... he died and came back to life. Okay. Because I'm thinking... I'm not really was... thinking of Jesus. I'm thinking of Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> you know when he puts himself back together atom by atom? Yes. I think that's what happened, yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Dr. Manhattan died and he, you know, yes. reconstituted. Similarly, yeah. I think he died. It. Okay. So, I don't think it's a fake out. I think he did die. It's okay. just... The power of love brought him back. Aww. For one... But also, yeah. He's Dr. Manhattan. Poor writing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, we should know about stability. Yeah. Is there an earlier scene where, like, a water person gets evaporated and they put themselves back together? No. Because if there was, I'd be a lot less, I'd be a lot more accepting of this. Because yeah. then they set it up. Yeah. This seems like, you know. Yeah. If there's, like... An air vent or something, and a water person walks, and like Marilyn Monroe's, but instead of you know yes, the understand. dress, they just, mm. and then they fly off and come back together somewhere else. Mm. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, if but, that idea was set up, yes. it would make more sense. Yeah, the fact that this just happened, I was like, hmm. yeah, there's there's not much to go on to believe that he comes back. Mm. But maybe that's the whole like surprise of him coming back. Yeah. But anyway, the obvious conclusion of her parents accepting her happens. Yeah. And then Wade resurrects. Yes. Uh, they kiss, which again proves nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, cool. I'm not satisfied with the kiss. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, movie. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, the studio Pixar. <laughs> I need full penetration. Right? <laughs> and then the movie ends with Ember and her dad doing the bow, which we, yes. you know, yeah, we assumed would happen. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really have, I don't know, much more to say. I mean, yeah, same. Very uh, quick review this week, I feel. Although, 
actually mm. very important question <clears throat> do the fire people burn air burn air you know like how fire needs fuel right yeah and oxygen is one of those things that it needs yeah because every time they oh, sorry sorry hmm? a clouds elements well i don't know why i let that go what the fuck <laughs> yeah well they kind of a mix of uh elements i guess they a mix of air and water yeah yeah so what the hell yeah this is really fucked up they murdered the air elements where are the air elements i don't know yeah anyway sorry what do you say um what was i saying that's a very good question um oh yeah yeah okay all right so he drunk <laughs> no <laughs> so if the fire people burn air like yes burn air that's because every time they because <laughs> every time they breathe in they like um not smolder but like you know when you've got embers and you're fanning them and they like glow the fire people do that so i'm assuming that they burn air right uh, well they they like if like a little bit of fire goes away they give them a, a little log of wood yeah, and, and they gain they, the fire back yeah so so i'm assuming that's part of the fuel yeah yeah well again i don't know i'm not a science guy i don't know about the science okay Reasonable. are you a science guy i'm not a science guy <gasps> bro there was another episode where you said you were <laughs> <laughs> This is going to contradict the canon. <laughs> the listeners don't know what to believe now. <laughs> are you or are you not a science guy? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> All right. If we were playing Cluedo, yes. Would you be Professor Plum or Colonel Mustard? You know the answer to this because we played Cluedo together. Uh, I don't know the answer because I forgot. <laughs> But yes. Professor Plum because you're a science guy. No, I would be Colonel Mustard. So you're not a science guy. No, we've caught him. We've caught him. <laughs> But anyway, Carol, are, are we done yet? I I was just gonna say, why don't she suffocate in the bubble? I feel like there's a few holes in that bubble plan. Well, they said to. there's enough air for you. Yeah. So maybe he took into consideration the amount of air that she burns. Maybe. Maybe. But this guy has proven to be an idiot this whole movie so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> she she should have probably died in that air bubble yeah. but uh whatever <laughs> let's again okay, and it's like this is the thing i usually don't like to point out plot holes in a kids movie yeah but again this is a pixar movie this is supposed to hold up to scrutiny yeah. you know of an adult viewing it yeah so <laughs> yeah, i'm actually bumping it down to a 5 <gasps> unbelievable you know what fair enough actually Right. So can we move on? Yeah. So I wanted to do a small segment. A segment. Okay. Yes. We are halfway through the year. We are halfway through the year. Yes. Uh, we should have actually done this last week, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, I wanted to go through like the best and worst of the year. Okay. So I have a top ten. Okay. And then I was doing a worst ten, but I only have like one movie that I genuinely dislike. Okay. That I have this this year. Okay. And this is for not just for the movies we've covered on the show. It's just for, you know, okay. movies we've seen in general. Yeah, okay. This year. So yes. you have a list. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so my like in my top movies of the year across the Spider-Verse for me has to be number 1. I just I loved it so much. I I I literally could not get enough of it. and then um <clears throat> probably 
well, I've got like a basically just a top three because that's fine. But like two and three, kind of, I don't know. I'm not sure about them. All right. But it's between John Wick, uh, four, John Wick Chapter Four, yeah. and uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie. But I'm still not entirely sure about which one where. Because they're very different genres, so yes, yes, yes. It's it's apples to oranges. Do you have a bottom three? A bottom three. I didn't actually think of a bottom three, but um, prob. I didn't actually enjoy Ant Man all that much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Like I expected to, and then I didn't. But that's that's pretty much it, really. Alright, well, I don't mind because I, uh, so ma- people mainly use a, a website called Letterboxd. Okay. Where they catalog the movies they watch. Yeah. But I don't use Letterboxd because Letterboxd doesn't do TV shows. Oh. So I use a service called Tract.tv. Okay. T-R-A-K-T dot TV. Okay. And on that site, I just went and looked up, <laughs> you <laughs> All know, the, yeah, movies, the movies in 2020 and then, uh, what's the word? Sorted by rating. Yeah, yeah. Sorted by rating. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then I just wrote down, right, whatever you rated top. But there's certain, um, like ones, like there's a bunch of sevens. Okay. So I just picked the ones that I liked the most. Okay. So that's that. Uh, my tiebreakers are just how much I like something. Yeah, that's right. fair. So number one, I've only had one ten out of ten this year. Okay. Uh, far and away my favorite movie, and I think the best movie of this year is Bo's Afraid. Okay. <clears throat> Well, he's certainly not not afraid, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I don't. I haven't seen a movie this year that's a nine. Okay. Well, so, sorry, I should uh, say that I saw this year that came out this year. Yes, a new I, release. Yes, uh, a movie that was released this year. Yeah. Right, because I have seen nines. Yeah. Just uh, you know, not from this year. Yeah. So number two. Uh, it's 8 out of 10 it's called Knock at the Cabin okay it's by M. Night Shyamalan yes you know who it is yeah. yeah I went to watch this uh, lots of fun oh okay. well, no, it's not fun it's a very hectic movie oh. but I enjoyed it a lot okay yeah uh, stars Jonathan Groff okay Dave Batista, who's phenomenal yeah uh, yeah just a very good uh, movie oh okay. number 3 Infinity Pool okay do you know Brandon Cronenberg I've heard the name I doubt it. I Pro- think you've heard of his dad, David Cronenberg. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, David David Cronenberg is a very well known filmmaker. Yeah. His son, Brandon, aka Baby Cronenberg, uh, this <laughs> yeah. is his second movie. It's called Infinity Pool. Okay. It stars Mia Goth. You know we are speaking about Pearl. Yeah. The lady who stars is Pearl. That's Mia Goth. Okay. And she was in X, and she's gonna be the titular Maxine. She's in all right. of the. Okay, yeah. After things, right? She's she's in Infinity Pool. She's the villain. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, number four, have Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I forgot about that. The Honor Amongst Thieves. Yeah. Again, I had so much fun with it. I didn't realize I, I didn't think I would. Yeah. And yeah, it just took me by surprise. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the list, five through ten, are all sevens. Okay. And I have more sevens that I liked. These are just the, you know... The ones that made it into the top yeah, ten. The ones that I like the most. Yeah. Number five, Across the Spider Verse. Okay. Seven. Again, I didn't like it as much as you. And I 
took one down for the labor issues. Yeah. So <laughs> that that would have been five anyway, you know. Yeah. Uh, with the other eights, but yeah, across the spider verse, like the three that I have at eight. Yes. Knock at the cabin, Infinity Pool, Dungeons and Dragons. We haven't covered here. Yes. Bo's Afraid and the Sevens we have covered here, except yes. for one which I'll get to. So I don't want to speak about all of those. Okay. I'll just say that's the thing, and then you can go refer back to our episode if you want to, you know, hear more in depth thoughts. Yeah. So six Renfield. Yeah. Which I really liked the Nicholas Cage Nicholas Holt movie. Yes. Uh, Nick squared. <laughs> seven Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Yeah. Another one that just took me by surprise. Very yeah. shocked how much I enjoyed it. Okay. Eight, John Wick Four. Uh a return to form after I didn't really like John Wick three that much. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's still not as good as the first two, but still uh I'll enjoyed it a lot, enjoyed spoiler alert, his death. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't believe you would spoil the movie like but that. But they announced John Wick five I don't think we mentioned it on the pod we did not because I don't know how that's going to work it's it's very odd and I would probably minus one from the seven (laughs) if if he's not dead if that was a fake out uh, you know because I I really like the idea of him dying yeah bringing him back like so quickly like before the year ended a story came out that they they talk about another one yeah Uh, yeah number nine Gardens of the Galaxy okay uh, yeah. yeah not as good as the first two okay uh, we, again we spoke about it on the episode but yeah. uh, it didn't reach my expectations but still pretty good yeah number 10 we didn't speak about on the pod it's called Mithrigan Mithrigan <laughs> Mithrigan <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be pronounced Megan oh okay yes but the E's a three Mithrigan Mithrigan yeah <laughs> yes, reasonable it's about like a killer doll yeah. Well, not she's not a doll. She's like a a robot. Okay. Yeah, like a robot that like plays with kids. Okay. You know, like a a, a friend, a robot friend. Yeah. And then she becomes a killer robot. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So yeah, those are my ten that I've enjoyed the most. Okay. Uh, well, I don't have it written down here, but I've been hearing excellent things about one a movie called Master Gardener. Okay. I saw the trailer for it when we went to watch when I went to watch Fast X. Okay. Uh I've only heard good things about that. Okay. It stars Joel Edgerton. Okay. He's Uncle Owen in the prequels. Oh right, okay. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove that. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about. But it, he's Tom Buchanan in the Oh right. In the Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby, yeah. the twenty thirteen one. Yeah. He's okay. yeah, but You'll know that guy when you see him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he was also in uh, that Catherine Bigelow movie, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, okay. But it doesn't matter. Does yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, Joel Edgerton. Okay. Uh, yes. I'm looking forward to that. It's only coming out here in September. Okay. Uh, then another one is called Past Lives. Okay. Uh, it's an A24 movie. Just been getting rave reviews. I want to see it it's a love okay. story okay so I'm very excited to see that also coming out here in September okay. so quite a while away yeah a little bit away but yeah we'll get it done uh, worst movies of the year yes I only have one okay because everything there's only one movie below a five 
Okay. That movie is the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> okay. I don't know why you're laughing. Because we have very different tastes. All right. Yeah. But that mo- that movie made me resent doing this podcast. <laughs> if I if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would never have watched that movie. <laughs> it's just truly a baby for, a movie for babies. <laughs> yeah, this even though elemental. Mhm. You know, I said it's it's not like complex like a, a Pixar movie should be. Yeah, it was still more. I gave more respect to the <laughs> the audience than the Super Mario Brothers movie. I I'm shocked that one the Super Mario Brothers movie made a billion. It's the highest grossing yeah. movie of this year. Yeah, that's one. Two, uh, it's our highest rated episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's the episode where we have the most listeners, <laughs> and that makes me fucking furious. <laughs> I hate that movie so much. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, it's got to be because of my infectious enthusiasm for it. <sighs> anyway, recommendations. I honestly have had no time to watch anything in the past week and a half. Mm. So, Even literally though, no recommendation. Well, I was celebrating the 4th of July. What are you doing? I was Actually, what was I doing? Probably gaming. I was partying. Listen, you got to put all that games away. Throw in the bin. Okay. I I don't know how that works when they're not like on discs. <sighs> Listeners, I'm going to de-gamify my co-host. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to save his soul. Right. <laughs> Good luck. All right. I'm just letting you know and the listeners know. Okay. All right, can we move on? Yeah, yeah, go okay. for it. Okay. So Secret Invasion Yes. I didn't mention this in the last episode, but I'd watched the first episode. Oh, okay. And now because we've delayed this episode, yes. uh, the next two have come out. So we're on episode three now. Yes. And it's pretty great. Okay. I'm kind of shocked that a Marvel property has me this invested and this like, oh, okay. you know, yeah. in it. The villain is phenomenal. Okay. And Don Cheadle, hmm. you know, he's Rhodey. Yeah. He's outstanding. Oh, okay. Right? So, but the the two of them are in like very small mm. doses. Okay. Don't go into that show expecting them to be the two <laughs> the main know, characters. The main characters, yeah. It's just uh, in the like five minute segments we see those guys. Yeah. They are outstanding. Okay. So yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's only three episodes in, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, uh, pretty well. Yeah. The next thing is a movie called Southland Tales. Okay. Have you ever heard of this? No. So there's a guy, uh, a filmmaker's name is Richard Kelly. Okay. So he made he made a movie called Donnie Darko. Okay. Have you heard of that? No. Seriously? Yes. It's a very like, uh, it's a cult hit. Okay. It's a bizarre movie that like, it's very difficult to comprehend. Okay. And it flopped in theaters, but it made like a. A lot of money on DVD sales, etc. Okay. So he was given, you know, leeway with his next movie. Okay. And he made this movie called Southland Tales. So it's which, like one for me, one for you. Yeah, more for blank check. Okay. That like this movie did so well that he has greater freedom on the next one. Okay. Yeah. Not really because both Donnie Darko and Southland Tales are none of them are for the studio. Oh. You know, oh. Both okay. of them are very like bizarre. Okay. Yeah, uh, just kind of yeah. pure art. But, so, but this is the thing: a lot of people hate Southland Tales. Okay, because they just felt like he was being too, uh, like indulgent. Okay, 
uh, a lot of ideas are possess. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> like things okay. things he feels are true. Like like, like there are profound ideas aren't really that profound or right, insightful. Yeah. It's just kind of gibberish. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> there's stuff like that. And so I watched it, and it's neither like the worst movie ever made or like this amazing, uh, you know. Thing that will give you a breakthrough. It's just yeah. it's a fine meandering kind of movie. Okay. It's a lot of waffling. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> There's so much of waffling. Like I'm just like you could cut this scene, you could cut that, you could cut this. There's so much of nonsense, but uh, uh, on the whole, it was pretty fun. Okay. But yes, they could have easily been trimmed by like an hour. Yeah. You know what I was saying? A merciful ninety minutes. Yeah. This movie was two and a half hours. Oh. Jesus Christ. That's that's a while. Yeah. The next thing is I watched a movie called Maximum Truth. Okay. It's a mockumentary starring Ike Barinholtz and... Uh, fuck, what's that guy's name? Someone else. He styles on Teen Wolf. He styles on Teen Wolf. His name is Dylan something. He's, uh, he's one of oh. the, like... You know the Maze Runner? Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. Yes. He's uh, the two of them are like political consultants. They <laughs> like there's somebody who's clearly lying, and they like run a campaign <laughs> for a propaganda comp- campaign on behalf of them. Yeah, um, that sounds like fun. Very funny, but yeah, uh, it's straight to like DVD. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it was well, <laughs> not straight to DVD. Obviously, I'm saying it's the equivalent of straight to DVD. Yeah. It didn't go to theaters. Yes. Uh, yeah. But anyway, the uh, I watched a movie called The Kid Detective. Okay. It's about do you know Encyclopedia Brown? No. Right. Is that like someone or like a book? It's the name of a character in a book. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he's a boy detective. Okay. So this is a movie imagining. Not him specifically, but that type of character grown up. Oh, okay. Right, like he's okay. in, he's in his early thirties and he's still a detective, and uh, you still know, he's detecting. kind of he's kind of washed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed. It. It's really up my alley. Okay. Um, then you know, I was saying I'm watching Tim Burton's uh, yes things. I watched Batman and Batman Returns. Okay, and. You know, we were speaking a few weeks back about Jason Momoa in Fast and Furious. Yes. You know, there's a scene where he was speaking to like a dead body and he's like, did you say I should kill them? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. That's straight from Batman. Like the Joker does that too. (laughs) Like the Joker burns somebody's body. Like he he turns to the cops and he's like, did you say I should murder them? (laughs) You know, like. Yeah. And I I said Jason Momoa is essentially the Joker, but I was thinking about Heath Ledger, not... Yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, and I really love the. Have you ever? Tell me, friend. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, that's such a smooth line. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Oh, all right. But for whatever reason, he says that before he's about to kill somebody. Yeah, but it's so it's, smooth. Yeah, it's a very, <laughs> very weird thing to say. Uh, it's so smooth. Batman Returns. Hmm. Uh, this is the movie I'm more familiar with. Yes, because it used to be on TV all the time yeah. when I was a child, right? And it's such—it's not a child children's movie. No, it's so fucked up, bro. The penguin is just vomiting that black bile. Uh, oh. 
it's it's just the penguin like but somebody's nose mm. it's such a fucked up thing bro uh but it was there on mm. tv nicole kidman no nicole Scherzinger. No, fuck, it is not even Nicole. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer is so hot, bro. Um, uh, it's always sunny. Yeah. Perhaps their funniest ever episode. <laughs> they, oh, they okay. had a cross. Well, not a crossover because the show is over now. But yeah. like, they had Aaron Paul and um, Walter White, whatever is Brian what? Cranston. Yeah, that. Yes. There we go. <laughs> His character is Walter White. Yes. His name is Brian Cranston. Yeah. The two of them were guest starring on. It's always funny. Oh, nice. Oh, it's, it's always sunny, not it's always funny. <laughs> it's all, but well, it, both. it is always funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that it's truly maybe their best ever episode. Uh, you know, perhaps it's recency bias. So yeah. I want to revisit this in a while. But like, genuinely, I couldn't stop laughing throughout that episode, bro. So okay. good. Uh, anyway, the next in the Park Chan-wook series on Blank Check. Yeah. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Okay. Uh, it's another 9 out of 10. Oh, okay. but in the first twenty minutes, I'm like, "This is a ten out of ten. Why did I give it nine? Yeah. And then at about halfway, half an hour through, you, I realized why. Oh. It's an extremely upsetting movie. Oh, okay. not really because of the quality. Yeah, it's just it's too fucked up for me. It's the content that's the yeah. problem. Certain things just fuck me up, bro. Yeah, uh, that's all I say about it. It's not like old boy where there's like a huge twist, yeah. but there is a twist at this. Okay, that like, uh, yeah. There's a baby twist. A baby twist. Yeah. It's like a big twist, but All right. a yeah. small twist. Anyway, I'm done. Okay, cool. So, uh, you? Oh, you said you don't have any. Yeah. Too busy gaming. Too busy gaming. All right. Yeah, thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. Importantly, it needs to be a five-star review. Has to be. Please subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries. We'll be doing Indiana Jones this month. Yeah. A whole uh, month. <laughs> whole month of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, you can find all our links at paceup.com, P A I C I P.com. Please tell a friend and tell that friend to tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell everyone. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think we're done here. Yeah. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Au revoir.